0: Hi, guys. Today, it looks not today. Tonight, we are going to be reading Ghetto's Journey.
1: An Ellis Island Story. This book has the most beautiful illustrations. It's written by Leslie Newman, and the pictures are by Amy June Bates.
0: Okay, guys, this is going to be a little funny, but It's going to teach us lots of lessons to be next to Hashem when there's there's a fight. Or you have to be close to Hashem when you're by yourself, not with your family. But your father is with you. Who is it? Hashem. Let's start. Get cozy. I mean, really cozy.
1: (laughs) Gittle, will you write to me from America? Don't forget
0: to go to sleep. Because it's not really go to sleep. It's just the night.
1: Gittel, will you write to me from America, Raisa asked. Yes, Gittel answered, and you can write back and tell me how Frida likes living with you. Gittel turned to Mama, who was standing in the doorway, wiping one of her eyes with the worn white handkerchief she always kept in her pocket. Can't we take Frida with us, she asked for the hundredth time. No, Gittel, Mompun replied, and also for the hundredth time. We cannot bring a goat. To America! Now come inside and set the table. The sun is about to set, and it's time to light the candles for Shabbos. Mama lit the tall white candles, and she and Gittel circled their hands three times to gather in the Shabbat light. Together they sang the blessing and then sat down to eat. The next morning, Gittel pulled on a heavy woolen sweater and skirt, two pairs of socks, and her winter coat and boots. Mama handed her a sack that held two apples, a large hunk of bread, and a small wedge of cheese. Farewell, Raisa. Sei gesund. Gittel kissed Raisa on the cheek and then hugged Raisa's mama, papa, and baby brother. Sei gesund, Frida. Gittel gave the little white goat one last pat on the head and then turned away. Mama had told Gittel that she had to be very brave, so she blinked her eyes and tried not to cry. Mama blinked her eyes too. And dabbed at them with her handkerchief. Then she and Gitto started off. Wait, Gitel. Raisa called. Basha wants to come with you. Raisa held out the rag doll, and she and Gitto loved to play with. Gittle looked at Mama, who had made her leave her own rag doll and so many other things behind. It's all right, Gitto. Mama blinked and wiped her eye again. So say thank you to Raisa. A shine em dank, Gitel said.
0: That means thank you in Yiddish
1: as she tucked the small doll into her coat pocket. And then she and Mama set off on their long walk to the port. You know what a port is?
0: It's where um, you stamp your name and then you could go. The port is where the...
1: The ships are. That's where where ships dock and people get on and then they they travel. (laughs) Many other people were making their way toward the seacoast. Some were on foot, some sat on donkeys, and a few rode in horse-drawn carts. When Gittle and her mother arrived at the port, they entered a big building and stepped into line. Stay close to me, Mama said, taking Gittle's hand, and do just as I tell you. I will, Mama Gittle said. There were many people jostling about, and one of them pushed Gittle right up against her Mama's soft woolen coat. It tickled her nose, and she sneezed loudly. Gittle, her mother hissed, No sneezing. Why, Gittle asked, what was wrong with sneezing? Mama gave Gittle a stern look. You must be as quiet as a mouse, Mama whispered, and not draw any attention to yourself. Soon Gittel and her mother reached the head of the line. Stick out your tongue, a burly man with a bristly beard ordered Gittel. Blink your eyes, show me your hands. Gittel did as she was told. The man nodded and then turned to Mama. What is wrong with your eye?" It's nothing, said Mama. I shed a few tears over leaving my home. Surely you can understand that. I understand, all right, the man said. Dry your eye and come back to me. The man turned to the next person in line while Mama wiped her runny eye. Then she returned to the man. Your eye is still red. It's an infection. Your request to go to America is denied. Denied means that it's not approved or not allowed. But next, the man turned his back. Mama pulled on the man's sleeve. Sir, she pleaded. Go home, the man brushed Mama's hand off his sleeve like a crumb of challah. Next. Come, Mama, let's go home, said Gittel, smiling at the thought. Won't Raisa and Frida be surprised? Gitel. Mama put her hands on Gitel's shoulders and looked her in the eye. Home is not safe for us. You are going to America to have a better life. By myself? Gitel's voice came out in a squeak. She was only nine years old. How could she go to America without Mama? You must be very brave, Gittel. Take this. Mama handed her a small cloth bundle. My Shabbos candles are wrapped inside. Be careful not to lose them. And here is your ticket. And this. Mama handed Gittel a folded piece of paper. This was my cousin's name and address. Do not lose this paper. When you get to America, show it to an immigration officer. He will help you find my cousin. Mendel is expecting us, and he will welcome you. But Ma... Mama, sha, Shayna madele, no crying. Mama held up her finger. Do you want your eye to get infected like mine? Then you won't be able to go either. I don't want to go. I want to stay here with you. Shh, Mama said again, folding Gittel's hand around the piece of paper. This is Hashem's plan. Hashem, that's God, will take care of you. Gittel stepped into line. The ship was so big. It made Gittel feel very, very small. An officer took her ticket, pinned an identification tag onto her coat, and waved her on board. Gittel scurried up a steep staircase and pushed her way to the front of the crowd. She grabbed onto the ship's cold, wet railing with one hand and with the other tightly clenched the paper. She waved until the ship pulled away from the dock and Mama was out of sight. Gittel held on to the piece of paper with the name and address of Mama's cousin, just as Mama had told her to. She gripped it tightly until while she stood in line with her dinner pail and she carefully placed it on her lap as she sat down on a hard wooden bench to eat her herring and soup come play cards with my brother and me a yiddish speaking girl called to gittle she pushed the piece of paper down into her skirt pocket and went to join their game later she made sure the paper was still safely tucked away as she clapped along to a lively tune some jolly men were singing even though she didn't understand a word
0: what were they saying Mm
1: Gitto spent many lonely hours sitting on her berth talking to Basha. I miss Raisa, she said to the little rag doll. I miss Frida, I miss Mama. Gitto wailed. When Shabbos arrived, Gitto cried an ocean of tears. She had Mama's candlesticks but no candle, and Mama had candles, but no candlesticks. Candles and candlesticks belonged together just as she and Mama belonged together. Gitto shut her eyes and sang the Shabbat blessing slowly and softly to herself. It only made her sadder. The journey continued and Gittel continued holding on to the piece of paper. She slid it under her pillow at night as she lay on her scratchy straw mattress, longing for Mama to sing her a lullaby. And she squeezed it during the day as she sat on her metal berth, worrying about her new life in America. What if Mama's cousin Mendel doesn't like me? Gittel asked Basha. What if my new teacher doesn't like me? What if English is too hard to learn? What if I never see Mama again? Gittle stared into Basha's shiny black button eyes looking for answers, but Basha had no reply.
0: Because she's a doll.
1: One morning there was a big commotion on the boat. Gittle scrambled up on deck to see what all the excitement was about. Look, look, everyone pointed in the same direction as a great cheer arose. There she is. Who, Gittle asked. The Statue of Liberty, said a man standing beside Gittle as he waved his cap in the air and wept. Wept means cried. She's welcoming us to America. Gittel looked across the water and gasped at the sight of an enormous woman rising out of the ocean, wearing a crown and holding a torch. High in the air, she was the most astonishing thing that Gittel had ever seen, and she wished Mama were standing beside her so that she could see the enormous woman, too. Soon the ship pulled into the harbor, and its loud, shrill whistle blew. Gittel placed Basha inside her coat pocket next to her note from Mama and rushed down the gangplank with all the other passengers. Their boots and shoes made quite a clatter. Gittel stepped off the ship, happy to feel solid ground beneath her feet for the first time in two weeks. Soon she found herself on board another boat, a small crowded barge heading for Ellis Island. Cold ocean spray smacked Gittel in the face and she licked her lips. She tasted salt, but she didn't mind any minute now she would be in America. When the barge docked, Gittel got off the ship and joined the crowd, trudging up a steep stairway into a giant room filled with so many people speaking so loudly in so many languages that Gittel couldn't understand a thing. At the top of the stairs, a doctor hastily looked her over and quickly waved her through. Gittel waited in a long line until finally she stood before a man wearing thick glasses. He sat on a tall chair, scowling down at her and barking sharp. Unfamiliar words. She wanted to run away, but Mama had told her to be brave. So she took a deep breath and stayed where she was. The man shouted again, and then another man stepped over, glanced at the identification tag pinned to her coat, and spoke. stool asked the man. Hearing the familiar Yiddish words made Gitel feel a little less afraid. "Ich heiße Gitel," she replied. "Please take me to my Mama's cousin." She handed the interpreter the piece of paper Mama had given her back home. His name is Mendel, and here is his address.
0: You know what happens.
1: The interpreter unfolded the paper and looked at it. He turned it over, then he turned it back. There's no address here, he said to Gittel in a gentle voice. Yes, there is, Gittel said. My Mama wrote it down for me. See for yourself, said the interpreter. Gittel looked at the piece of paper. There was nothing on it but a fat blue smear. The immigration officer, wearing thick glasses, pointed to Gittel's hand, which was spotted with ink, and muttered something to the interpreter. What is this Mendel's last name, he said. I, I don't know, Gittel answered. What will I do? Tears spilled from her eyes, Shh, said the interpreter. Don't cry. We will take care of you. <coughs> Gittel stayed where she was while the kind interpreter spoke to one immigrant after another in many different languages. When Gittel grew tired, the interpreter pulled out a chair so she could sit next to the scowling immigration officer. When Gittel grew hungry, he gave her a bowl of soup. And when Gittel grew bored, the interpreter whisked the immigration officer's cap off his head and placed it to Gittel's with a laugh. Okay. Say, that would make a swell picture, said a man with a large camera who snapped Gittel's photo. That gives me an idea, the interpreter said. That night, Gittel lay on a thin mattress in a dormitory. A dormitory is like a hotel, but not as nice. On Ellis Island, surrounded by strangers. She had no pillow, so she put a lumpy cloth bundle under her head, clutched Basha tightly, and cried herself to sleep. The next day, the interpreter came to find her. He had a big smile on his face and a folded Jewish newspaper tucked under his arm. Do you recognize this Shayna Madel? He asked, Gittel pointing to the paper. It's me. Gitto cried amazed to see her photo on the very front page. That afternoon, the interpreter brought a man to see her. It was Mama's cousin Mendel, come to take her home. I saw you in the paper and recognized you right away, Mendel said to her. You look just like your mama. Uncle Mendel said Mama the newspaper that she, she could see how famous Gitel had become. He helped Gitto write a letter to Raisa too. Months passed before Gitto received the letter back from Mama. My eye is all healed, Mama wrote, I will see you soon, and a few <laughs> weeks later, she stepped through the gates of Ellis Island to gather Gittel into her arms. Come, Mama, Gittel kissed Mama's cheek, stepped back and took her by the hand. Let's go home. The sun is about to set, and it's time to light the candles for Shad.
0: My, this is her grandma, this is her grandma, this is her.
1: It's based on a true story, and the story is in the back of the book. Bye, highly guys. recommend it. This
0: is a book that we really wanted you to learn about. Um, my mother's idea was—it was actually my idea—to to tell them, to tell them that, to tell you about how Hashem, um, forgives us about what we do, and listens to our prayers, and gives us what we need and helps us, and does everything for us, just like in the fight, he's helping our Hayalim. Everybody that we know. Bye.